This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Grasshopper. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Get a local toll-free number or bring your own. To see how it works, go to grasshopper.com. Our next guest is one of the most decorated offensive linemen in recent football history, and that would be either the pros or college. Guard Steve Hutchinson was a four-year start at Michigan, where he's a Big Ten Offensive Lineman of the Year and two-time All-America, including a unanimous first-team choice his senior year. Then, of course, in the pros, he was a seven-time All-Pro, two-time NFL Alumni Offensive Lineman of the Year, All-Decade choice, member of Seattle's 35th anniversary team, and... Keeps on going. One of the 50 greatest Minnesota Vikings of all time. Now, of course, he's a candidate for the Hall of Fame's class of 2018, and we are delighted to have him here with us. Steve, thanks for joining us. Oh, my pleasure, guys. How are we doing? Doing fine. Um, I did address your success at Michigan in that uh, introduction, and we're profiling the University of Michigan in today's draft series. You grew up in Fort Lauderdale, yet you went to the University of Michigan. How in the world did you get away from Florida or FSU? Or the University of Miami? Yeah, it, it's funny. That's probably the you know the number one question I get growing up in Florida, like you said. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think my, my dad was originally from uh, from um, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. You know, I, I just always kind of you know growing up in Florida, you know, Wolverines were always on national TV. I guess I was drawn to those helmets at an early age. But I got to admit, I was a Florida State fan growing up. And when it came time, you know, junior, senior high school, and the recruiting was heavy. I, I did consider Florida State. Did go on some uh, unofficial visits to, to Gainesville. Really wasn't a Miami fan, but when when Michigan opportunities came to go to Michigan and, and get a uh, scholarship or a scholarship offer, I I jumped on it. But uh, I I was I did win my senior high school. I did win an award uh, in Fort Lauderdale. It was kind of a sort of a high school MVP of, of Broward County, Fort Lauderdale area, and that it just so happened that that year Bobby Bowden was the guest speaker at it and course it was the, the week of I think the week prior to signing and um, you know of course he did the full court press brought everybody in there all the coaches and I had already committed to Michigan so it was kind of a little bit of a anticlimactic letdown there but but um, won a national championship out of it so and, and, and everything turned out all right. Steve you went to Michigan as defensive lineman they moved you to guard where you became an immediate starter yeah. whose idea was that? What did you think of it when they said we want you to block, not tackle? You know, I played I played both ways uh, in high school, more so at the tackle position. You know, I got redshirted obviously my my freshman year, uh, playing on, on most of the, the the look squad as a freshman on the D line. And towards the end of the regular season, uh, it became apparent that you know our left guard was going to uh, graduate, uh, move on to the NFL. And uh, the word was was his backup, who was a fourth year, um, a former walk on, wasn't going to return for his fifth year. Was going to graduate and, and and go on into the working world. So there was a vacancy there at left guard, and, and we were really deep on the D line. And with the bowl practices coming up, it became kind of a mutual thing for me to just try out some individual periods there and see what I thought of it. Well, it just was, I think, a natural fit, a um, little obvious for for me and the coaching staff. So then. Once the uh, bowl game came and went, we got back in Ann Arbor and was doing the the, the winter workouts conditioning program. It, it was uh, it was pretty uh, pretty much a mutual feeling that I would go ahead and try the spring at guard and, and 
you know, that, that, that never really looked back. I believe you didn't allow a sack your last two years at Michigan, and at that same time you were a two-time team captain. I'm wondering which of those accolades, for lack of a better word, is more meaningful to you? Well, the, the tradition of Michigan is, is so, you know, longstanding, and, and if you look at the names of the guys throughout the years that were captains at Michigan, that's got to stick out for me. To, 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 be, to be a two-time captain, one of the biggest accolades you can get as a Michigan player you know, the All-Americans great, the, the All-Big Ten, all those things. But to have your peers vote you twice to be captain of the team, that's about as, as you know, big a accolade as you can get playing at that school. Um, and, you know, it, me and Tom Brady were captains together, and that's something I'll always obviously remember and cherish. And that, that's got to be by far the, the, the bigger of the two. We're speaking with former University of Michigan star and now Hall of Fame candidate Steve Hutchinson on the Talk of Fame Network. And you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at talkoffamenet. And Steve, you opened the door on my favorite quarterback, so I'm going to ask you about <laughs> Tom Brady at Michigan. What do you remember of him? And could you ever imagine then what he was about to become? You know, I, I get that question almost as much as I did the high end up at Michigan from, from Florida. And I, I'm telling you guys, if you dig it up, I can't remember when or where, but I, I was asked in an interview on camera a long time ago if about Brady and, you know, where I think he'll, you know, will he make it in the NFL? Obviously, this is before he, he, he became what he is today. And it actually, it might have been before or at the time he was getting ready to be drafted or, or his after, you know, during his rookie year. And I said, man, he, this guy is tough. He's a leader. He's a natural leader. He's going to go far. Um but I think he was going to be probably the best quarterback to ever play the game. I don't know if I would have, you know, rolled roll the dice on that on that deal. But you know, we knew it. We knew it all along at Michigan. I mean, the one story I always do tell is, you know, I I, I, I got to brag when I can, especially in the, the last decades or so. But I was three and one against Ohio State, my record while I was there at Michigan. And the one time we did lose, Brady was the quarterback, and we we played down in Columbus. Uh, we had a horrible first quarter that, that we could never really – we dug a hole that we couldn't get out of. I think we had a punt return for a touchdown by them on us. Uh, there was a pick six maybe or a fumble. I mean, it might have been two special teams uh, touchdowns returned by them. So they were up big early. And, and you got to remember, this is the uh, – I believe this is still the Cooper years where this might have been his one win in, in those 13 attempts. So so that stadium was rocking. And they, they were not going to let up. They were blitzing more than we could block every down, making us throw the ball. They were going to make us, you know, come back and win with the ball in the air. And they were hitting Brady so hard that he was he was bleeding. And I remember one time we in the maybe third or fourth quarter, we got in the huddle. There was blood running down Tom's face from his nose, or he, I don't know if he, if, if he got hit in the lip or what. And it, it, I mean, just remember staring at him, going, "This guy is it's not even phasing him. He's calling plays." He's out there like we're, we're ahead by two scores. And uh, I knew then and there that, that this guy's got whatever that hit factor is people talk about. And uh, it, it was no surprise to, to me and anybody else in that huddle that he is who he is today. Steve, how heated was the competition between Brady and Drew Henson in 98 99? I mean, Henson was a local kid, the fan favorite, Brady, the outsider yeah. from California. As a player in the huddle, could you sense uh, any tension? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if there was tension between those guys. I think they both handled it very professionally. You know, Tommy obviously had the big arm. He was the prototypical body quarterback, California kid. But he kind of just flew under the radar, you know, the entire time he was there. He, he was kind of the, 
you know, the understudy to drive Fox, who had started out his career hot. Of course, uh, Greasy stepped in there and, and had, you know, led us to a national championship in 97. And then all of a sudden it looked like it was, you know, the, the stage was set for Brady to, to finish out his last couple years as a starter. And then in comes this freshman kid, like you said, local kid, Brighton High School, uh, first-round draft pick from the Yankees, you know, Mr. Baseball, kind of going to be the next Bo Jackson. And, um, you, you know, you just kind of had the feeling that he was going to play regardless if he was, if he was ready or not. And, and, you know, the coaches did a great job of, of, of trying to work them both in. Tom had obviously earned the right. Drew was the young, the young talent who obviously had, had all the tools to play. And they, they did a good job of, of rotating in there. It's, it's hard. You know, I, I haven't ever really been, uh, other than that one year, I never really had a quarterback controversy situation in, in the pros. Um, but but I, I understand the difficulties that arise from that because, you know, just like when, you, when, you're, when you're trying to rotate running backs a lot, split carriers between running backs, you know, it's a feel. you got to get in a groove. You, you can't, you know, a lot of times you get in there as a quarterback, you know you got limited reps before they're going to rotate with another guy. You try to force things. You don't, you don't let opportunities come naturally. You try to force it. I think that's what happened for both those guys. And, you know, Tom's experience and, and his leadership and, and just his overall, you know, age as, a, as an upperclassman took over there. Of course, Drew was, was banged up a little bit, but Tom took over that, that you know, that year towards the end, and he kind of never looked back and led us to a, a, a huge win in an Orange Bowl against Alabama his senior year. Hey, Steve, we've got to run, but uh, thanks so much for the time. Best of luck with the Hall of Fame candidacy. I'm sure we'll be talking again, and we hope it's real soon. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. That was Hall of Fame candidate Steve Hutchinson. Up next, it's Borges or Bogus. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. This is Stan White. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. 